you know, there's in business, there's really high highs and there's really low lows. Yeah. So you kind of, you know, running a business and being that last person in the line responsible, you know, for the livelihood of all these people, all your, all your staff, you know, your, your range of emotion kind of grows where like, you know, the craziest shit could be going on. Yeah. And I'm just unfazed. unfazed. Or it's the craziest <laughs> shit could be going on the other way. Yeah. You know, unfazed. Because you just, there's no time to stop and think yeah. about shit, man. You gotta keep it moving. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. We have Hamza. Hamza, yeah. Hamza. Hamza cool. Razak. Hamza Razak. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. My family's from Pakistan. And then I'm also part Greek. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. I. Uh, How about you? Where are you from? So my dad's black. My mom's white. So okay. America, uh, America, Arkansas. Okay. But um, Arkansas I was born and raised, and then from there, my mom. She's. I took her last name. So if you like, my last name's Delabic. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad's last name is Nelson. She, she's Czech and like Scottish. Oh, okay. Like all the whites. Just mixed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like part of my family too. Yeah. Bunch of different, yeah. different Greek, different French, things. Canadian. Yeah. Everything. Now, um, who were you closest with growing up? Mom, dad, do you have a tight family? I have a tight family, yeah, both of them, I would say. Probably my dad. Yeah? More, yeah. Okay, yeah. and what's he do for work? So, my dad, um, well, now what he's doing is commercial kitchens. Okay. So, he's doing, like, uh, setting up kitchens for restaurants, um, hotels, you know, big projects, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And what about your mom? My mom, she's actually a makeup artist. Okay. So, her and my sister also does the same thing. And then were you, uh, was... Do you have any siblings when you yeah, were growing so, up? So my younger sister, Fizza, she's 22. Okay. Um, I have one more sibling, Adam. He's nine. Okay, he's cool. Yeah. Let's go. And then what was growing up for you like? Man, growing up was good, dude. It was um, it was hard work. I mean, it was good. I had a, I had an amazing upbringing. As yeah. You know. Yeah, it wasn't easy, but like why, I learned Why a lot. was it amazing? I mean, I just think I learned a lot about what it takes, you know, yeah. to get through life. Who, who, who were those hard workers that stood out to you? Was it your dad? Definitely your my mom? father, yeah. So yeah. What, what all was your dad doing? So my dad, the same industry I'm in now, um, my grandfather had come. So it's a long story about how this we got. This is like loose. That's why I'm playing with this. Yeah. It's going to bother me. Just keep going. So it's like a long this. story about how we got to being in this business. But um, he originally, um, you know, my grandfather came here from Pakistan in um, the 70s okay and you know he was a bartender busboy made it is that same story that yeah. you know two dollars twelve dollars in my pocket that's yeah yeah shit yeah fucking story you know so um, but it's true okay with him so he was driving cab he was bartending he was doing a bunch of stuff um finally he got hip to importing okay so bringing stuff in from pakistan just general yeah. merchandise um you know bull whips like pornos like just yeah containers. anything to make a dollar Anything you could sell general merchandise to wholesalers. Because yeah. in Chicago, you know, it's a big thing with wholesalers. If you go, like, south side, there's all yep. kind of wholesale stores. So he started with that. Then they were wholesaling T-shirts, and then they got into screen printing. Now, now you said the, the sexual material, right? Is that what you said, the pornos? Pornos was, like, a small part. Yeah. Now, now, and only, I'm just curious because I'm really curious about yeah. cultures and everything like that. Yeah. Did, was so that's completely taboo. I'm Muslim, so we're Muslim. yeah. So that's are you able? Taboo. You're not. You're not able to view that, right? Like you would be able to view. Wouldn't that be? It would it be is it called haram? Is would that? Yeah, be? that would be haram. Right? I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, you, see, you see over here. I got the. I got the holy Bible, and then underneath, 
Oh, okay. One of my boys, so I, okay. somebody had on the podcast, they gave, nice. me, gave me that. So I haven't been able to dive into it at all. Really? But, uh, you should. You know, I'm, cu- I'm really curious. Yeah, you, know you I mean? should. I'm, just, I'm culturally curious. I like to learn different cultures and different things like that. So we actually did a prayer. You know what I mean? We yeah. went to the bathroom, washed the socks, oh, washed, yeah. Yeah, washed everything. Yeah. I still yeah. prayed to Jesus, but it was the same yeah. format. It's the same. It, it's one God. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're all, exactly. I like to say we're 90% on the same page. If we're yes. you know, if you're Christian, Muslim, and Jewish, we're 90% on the same page because it's monotheistic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so... I've read I've read all of them. You yeah, know, I'm Muslim, I read, I read but I'm bits of the Quran. Yeah, you have. I, I've read bits of like yeah. just verses. I went to a Christian school, and what was cool about uh, I went to a Christian school for a year. I actually got kicked out of every school, so I got kicked out of there too. Yeah. But <laughs> when I was there, uh, you know, they had to study other religions. Okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Because I don't think yeah. a lot of religions are always open minded to studying the other. Oh no, you religions. got to man. So you I got to study everything. Exactly. I mean, I went to I went to a Christian college, um, so okay. I, I learned a lot about Christianity there. Okay. Um, you know, so I'm an open minded person. You yes. know, I'm not very strict. I think it's crucial, especially being yeah. a business owner. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because if if you're closed minded, you kind of limit yourself from different opportunities, making yeah. money, growing your business, things yeah, like absolutely. that. So yeah. Yeah. that's dope. So you you're growing up. Your dad's a hustler. Your grandpa was a hustler. Yep. And then as grandpa's hustling, he's making his way. What transition after he's importing? What's he doing next? So they were importing um, a lot of stuff. They were importing belt printed Mm T-shirts. So a belt printed T-shirt is like a full print edge to edge. So like what you're wearing, you know, you just got to print right here. Yeah. But you've seen shirts that are printed like all the materials printed. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they were importing it at a certain cost. And he's like, man, how much does the machine cost? Like we're sitting here buying this all day. Why don't we just make it, you know? And increase our margin yeah so you know he went to the bank um, they told him to open an, an account with them you know back in the day things were so different you know everything's hand-to-hand business so they told him to open an account he said fine I'll open an account but put two hundred thousand dollars in it yeah and you know just on his word they said sure you know the so bank loan of 200,000 Wow yeah he bought um, the belt printer with no idea how to use it run it you know he had his brothers with him um and they just took off they started doing it they were doing well for a long time through up until you know the 2000s they were still doing well and then there was kind of a downturn from there yeah like that was that was that first recession the dot-com boom i think that was 2000 the internet explosion right so i don't know necessarily exactly what all was impacting the economy but i know i think there was a bank collapse there so the second largest uh bank collapse in history just occurred with the svb so right, Silicon Valley Bank California, collapsing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think 80 to 90% of the, uh, I guess, account, accountees, the individuals that had accounts there, had over that 250000 Yeah, because everybody the, gets nervous. Anybody's got money gets exactly, nervous. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because the FDIC will protect up to 250000 yeah, But a million. there was a lot of money. But the, uh, I think the government bailed them out, just printed out a bunch of money. But... But it kind of, yeah, it's kind of. I saw a congressman with a video. I thought it was so funny. He's like, don't worry, do not t- pull your cash out of the banks. So like, Bro, there's so many funny memes yeah. of like, uh, where you'll see like, you know, when the bank's doing well, they're excited. When the banks collapse, it's like they're blaming it on you. It's like, this is your fault. You know what right, I mean? Or right. it's like, or like when you go to get approved for a loan and a bank's like, you need 800,000 credit score and we need that. Da, 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 da. Right. And it's like, when they want bailed out, it's like, whoops. You know, and then you see like, what happens with crypto. Everything spikes because everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, our money's not safe in the bank. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I think it's good to just put it everywhere. You yeah. Know? To yeah, diversify. Yeah. Right now, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. But uh, yeah, like that's it, man. In, small businesses. Small businesses. Invest in your business. Yeah. My foot's busted up. So if the camera catches my oh, foot. Oh, what happened? I do jujitsu. Oh, like, you do? Yeah. I fucking 
slipped on it. No today. wonder. I thought I saw you on a video. You had a scratch or something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So half the half the time I've I'm, I've got something busted up at, at any given moment. So. Nice, nice, man. I've been wanting to get into jiu-jitsu. I did um, taekwondo growing yeah. up. Yeah, I did it uh, maybe 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Olympic sparring and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's so good for uh, just I think just um, mental discipline. stability, yeah. mental discipline. I think everything, everything's, everything external is a reflection of your internal. You know what I mean? Everything That's outward true. is a reflection of what's going on inward. So right. anytime I can, I can get some, uh, some physical development and mental development. I, I really, really believe in the personal self development. But as we keep, as we keep hitting these rabbit trails, let's bounce back into your story. Yeah, man. So uh, I don't know, know where to start. I do so much. Like, yes. I, I got my hands in so many different things right now. So I didn't let's, really know where you want to start. Yeah. Let me tap into uh, my notes here. So the founder and active of, or active CEO of Four Logos, which I'm actually curious about. So, Correct. is this just a like a clothing printing company? Um, it's actually a lot more than that. So we are um, a promotional products and merchandising company. Uh, we work with um, intermediary marketing companies that sell direct to consumers for like custom screen printing, apparel, embroidery. But we also work, um, you know. Will you grab? Sorry, will you grab one of the Diversity Kings hoodies and show him it and see if he could do something similar? Oh yeah, we'll talk hoodies. We talk apparel is what I do all day long. Yeah, because I want to make polos. Yeah, we'll take we'll take care of all that, man. Yeah, our people are cool, but I'd like to support yeah. local. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I'm sending money to Nebraska right now. I'd rather oh, put money in. Dude, I'm Chicago. right here. I'm in I'm in uh, Villa Park. Yeah, see, I'd like to put money yeah. locally. Yeah, I'm absolutely. a real big advocate of like. I like to yeah, spend should, around my circle. Yeah, absolutely. You know I, mean? I mean, networking is the best. I mean, that, that's a lot how a lot of my business is done. It's yeah, hand to hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we do a lot of the sports printing, you know, with MLB, NBA, yep. NFL, NHL, um, MLS. You know, I do the stuff for the Blackhawks, Chicago yeah. Bulls, Chicago. Man, Bears. how'd you get all these? How'd you get all these contracts? How'd you get to working with all these individuals? So there are trade shows that these buyers go to. Okay. That I've been going to. There's contacts that. Um, I revived from back in the day. Okay, so left chest embroidery. That's nice. Can I see that? Yeah, sure. Oh, it's a nice heavyweight hoodie. Yeah, I like it. Real, I like kind of like that Kanye vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They charged you, what, 40 bucks for this? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we have to order like 20 yeah, or something. Yeah, like, we only have to order like 10. Right. To keep increasing yeah. how many we order. Yeah. yeah, but so like for, I think it was for all of that was a grand for, I think it was like 24. Yeah. yeah. Do you do like... Uh, like I had them do some like Nike collab stuff for me, Nike hoodies. Can you yeah. do stuff like that too? Yeah, so I'm a licensed distributor for every brand you can think of in apparel. Nike, Carhartt. Under so if Armour, I want to like Jordan, face, you could Jordan, do, you could do a Jordan yeah. black zip up hoodie and put my company yeah, logo absolutely. on it. Absolutely, all day long. Dope. We're yeah. going to put an order in. Could we like oh, yeah. do one after this? Yeah, we could talk about it today. Cool. Yeah. Let's yeah. know. Figure it out. I'm I do. So I do screen printing and embroidery. I do it in house. So my facility in, in uh, Villa Park. Dang. Um, so we could literally pick it up and you'd be like, hey, bro. You can watch them make it right in front of you. Dang. Yeah. So I got 20 employees there. We got uh, eight automatic screen printing presses. Your average shop is one press. So Dang. that's what that that's kind of also how I get access to these kind of contracts is that I'm a volume shop. Yeah. So like, for example, uh, Blackhawks right now, I had to bring in 100,000 rally towels, red rally towels. Yeah. I'm sitting holding them, depending on how they went out in their games per game home game after their wins is 20,000 towels. They need delivered to United Center every game. That yeah. they're gonna have at home, so I have to have it in stock, ready to print, pending on whether they win. So it's called hot market printing. What I do, yeah. So you know, also Minnesota Wild. I have fifty-seven thousand bananas sitting, waiting for whether or not they win out. You know, yeah. then we start printing. You know, like Cubs won the World Series. 
we were sitting there that night, you know, full staff, all the machines set up, ready to print. And I got reps from Fanatics sitting there um, and 47 brand. And we're sitting there waiting as soon as we, as soon as they clinched, you know, we started printing even, I think like as soon as we knew they were going to clinch the game about 20, 30 minutes before the game ended um, or whatever it was, I don't recall. Um, we started printing right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Because we have to get, you got to think about, we're distributing to all of the Dick Sporting Goods, all the stadiums. So if they just won that night, now by the morning, they want trucks going out to all these different yeah. stores, you know. So we have 20 trucks waiting at our shop. Just as they're printing, we're loading trucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's insane, dude. Yeah. That's insane. So how long have you been doing the four logos? Four logos, I started in 2019, um, but I got into apparel um right when i was finishing up high school i started um like a streetwear brand um king of the jungle okay um which ended up doing very well and that's kind of how i got my feet when started you mm -hmm. know in this um right around that same time when i was getting out of high school is when their business was starting to fail yeah so pretty much they went bankrupt and when i got out of college i went into the same business under a new name yeah yeah so what year did you graduate high school uh 2016. okay just yeah. a year before me then yeah, I went to high school with uh, Sophia. That's how I found out about your podcast. I, th I think you had mentioned that. Yeah, so yeah. do you do her meal service at all? No, I should, man. I'm getting big. I should. Hey, look, her food's phenomenal. I bet. Dude. Her food's I phenomenal. could tell. I, I've been following her page. Um, I could tell, man. She's passionate about what yeah. she does. I love to see it. What, what well. is in the water of your guys' high school or your area? Because this is two <laughs> yeah. really successful people I've met yeah. from one. You don't really find that. You know what I mean? Just one individual yeah. area, but... I don't know. I don't think there's anything in the water because you said you just said it. There's two. There's Is there sure anybody else I'm sure that you guys know of? I'm sure there's a hand. Oh, um, that you went you to know, school with that's popping? Yeah, man. Perion, um, he's younger than us. Uh, he's in the NFL. I forgot what team. He's, he's Wow, badass. so he made it to the league. Yeah, and, uh, you know, good friends of mine, the Panasonic brothers, they were they went to the NFL. I, I don't know if they're still okay. there, but, you know. People, but it shows you there's still it's still just a handful yeah. out of you know there's three four thousand kids at the school. That's insane. You know what sports do you watch? Um, your I watch football. I played football my whole life. Okay. So I went to Valparaiso University to play football. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What position? D tackle. D tackle. D tackle. D N. Let's go. What's yeah. your favorite NFL team? Um, my favorite NFL team would be the Bucks, but now without Brady. So I don't know. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. Yeah. Yeah. I love Brady. You can't yeah. hate the game, bro. Yeah. When it comes exactly. to like. The best Goats. is the best. I mean, well, all around, honestly, he might be one of like, he might be like top. If you talk about like all around, like every sport, yeah. Of oh, like, he's he's in there. Top five. A, I feel like top five, top three, top even, five like, greatest athletes. That many of all rings, time, I would say. Yeah. Up to, well, are yeah. you a uh, are you a Jordan or a LeBron guy? I'm a huge Jordan fan. Man. Thank I got God. the ones on right now. Thank God. I, do we have guy. the same ones? Yeah. Do they look similar? Oh yeah, the same ones. Yeah, the sneakerhead. I love ones. So I got yeah. those are my favorite. The little Chicago ones are sticking out right there underneath yeah, yeah. the picture of my mom. Right. Those are my favorite ones right now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a little bit of a sneakerhead. I just give them away though. You know what I mean? Really? I'll get bored of them, beat them up. I'm, yeah. I just wear the shit out of them. You know what I mean? I'll work out. Yeah, I don't okay. care that much. I've been like, a sneakerhead. As much as you know, the materials and things are cool. At the same time, I want to use it. I'm not the type where it's like. Cause I oh, grew yeah, up, not for sure. I grew up so broke where it's like I'm not the kid that's exactly, gonna be like, you know, bro. put them in my ice box or bro, whatever. Straight the, up, dude. Whatever they call that's them, like the is. glass box or something that's like that. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm wearing them. That's you what, what it is. Mean? If I can afford it now, I'm a, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna beat it up. Yeah, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna yeah. use it. Oh, can so. we swear on here? Yeah, we've been. You okay. know what I mean? So okay. I don't. Do you stop during Ramadan? 
<laughs> I always get, I'm always like, man, it's hard. It's hard for me to fast, man. I don't really do it. I should. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm always, I'm always curious because I, yeah. uh, I, one of the guys, shout out uh, Hosher at uh, Ten Planet Jiu Jitsu, but I always, he's, he's, imagine like some of these guys are in the UFC doing Ramadan. Yeah. But also cutting weight for fights and everything like that. So. I've done it, man. So I wrestled in high school. Oh, okay. Thing. I've done it. Even cutting for, weight and being in the middle. I couldn't imagine yeah. like eating only at night. You know what I mean? Or so when the sun comes up in the morning, four or five in the morning, to when the sun goes, goes down, down yeah. you cannot ingest anything. You yeah. can't even have a glass of water. Can't have water. No, not even. I'd have water. a headache. You know how long yeah, is it? You'll Six have weeks. A, you'll have a headache. Uh, no, it's a month. It's, it's a, a month. month. Okay. It's, it's really one lunar cycle because we. We started at a certain time of the moon. This Thursday is when it starts. Wow, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. And some people, like, they, they really get into Most it. Most people, yeah, they take it very seriously. I should, you know. Yeah. But. Well, I train also at, uh, shout out uh, Arctic Training. Okay. So I train at a Palestinian uh, jiu-jitsu place. Also, like, once or twice a month, I'll do some gi work. And, uh, you know, obviously. Man, I might have to come. I want to yeah, get into it. Man. And it's, she, you know, the uh, one of the owners, she's uh, from Palestine. Or right. he's got Palestinian, uh, you know, heritage. So she celebrates it. And I, what's the, what's Iftar? I always ask the same question. Iftar? If, I thought it was Iftar. If, is it Iftar? No, Iftar is, it's Iftar. That's when you break your fast in the evening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's like every night you have an Iftar. Yeah, every uh, night. See, I'd be yeah, having an Iftar every other hour. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm the same way. And then, you know, I smoke. I, it's hard to fast. Do you do pork? No, no, no. I don't okay, eat pork. no. Okay, that's like the absolute. It's funny no. with Muslims, man. Like uh, liberal Muslims, they'll drink, they'll smoke weed, but yeah. you know they'll they'll have sex. They won't eat pork. It's yeah, like, I was gonna. We were joking about that at the gym today. It like, is a joke. There's man. like one absolute cutoff, and it's like as soon as you bring up pork, it's like no, yeah, no, 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 not gonna yeah. happen. I've been eating at this. Uh, I think it's Pita Pita Mediterranean okay. Grill. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about around here? Yeah, yeah. Do you like them, or is that like that's good? Yeah. Like, is I there like a better food. spot than... Than Pita Pita? Yes. Or what do you get? Shawarma? Like a sandwich? So I have been rice? getting... I'm going to pull it up just to see if I'm getting, like, the best Better thing. spot, Kolachi, man. Kolachi, Tandoori Grill. I'm getting a beef kofta. Beef kofta. Okay, the kebab? Yep. Okay. And uh, it's just in a in a wrap, so it's got hummus, it's got the cucumbers, whatever else, and they got decent fries, and I get a little bit of lemonade. But I'll either get that or I'll get a... Uh, the On Roosevelt Road? I think so. Is that one you go to? I have everything DoorDash. It's this one. We have yep. We have a, a gravity. I just signed the lease seven fifteen West Roosevelt Road. Another gravity opening there. So what's that? So gravity is bubble tea. Um, okay. It's a franchise. So that's another business I do. Yep. Yeah. So what about Kalachi? Kalachi Tandoori Grill. That's the restaurant. It actually used to be a restaurant that turned into then we got the lease the next space on the right and left a grocery store and a banquet hall mm -hmm. um we ran that for about a year and then sold it just in this past december yeah uh, but we but had you got a second location in schaumburg correct yeah now and then the gravity is a bubble tea cafes do they do food there yeah we do food there as well yeah paninis and chicken wings yeah waffle fries that kind of stuff yeah now what's the what's the digital marketing agency Rizak digital and what is what all full marketing management and software solutions for small businesses? So what does that look like? What, what would a good package look like for somebody investing into that service? So um, we do everything top to bottom. I have a team in Karachi in Pakistan. I personally went there and set up an office. Yeah. And I got guys there um, that are just dedicated to, you know, what we do. Our clients, um, our niche is kind of restaurants. But yeah. we do any really, any small so business. So what are you doing? Are you building websites? We're doing websites, branding, graphic design, um, social media management, paid ad management on socials, on Google Display, 
um, you know, pretty much top to bottom SEO, email marketing, retargeting ads. What's the SEO? What's SEO again? SEO. Oh, you gotta know SEO, man. Yeah. Adversity kings, man. We'll do. We'll take care of your SEO. What's that? What's what's so SEO? Is search engine optimization. Oh, okay. Right? So like when you type in Google and like how likely it is for you to right. pop up. Right. So so how relevant you are to that query. Okay. Is is how you're gonna rank in the search. Yeah, right? we have to so, definitely help my SEO. So you know, if whatever the tags that we figure out there are for your podcast, if yeah. it was you know podcast entrepreneurship, these kind mm -hmm. of things, we'd come up with a, a word bank. Yeah. And then we'd go embed all that text in the metadata of your website wherever we can yeah. behind every image behind every page so then when Google is reading your website you know if you're if you say entrepreneurship a thousand times you know you're gonna rank higher than whoever has it appearing less in their website you know? yeah yeah that's fire yeah it is really interesting how it works so many different you know and you're 26 I'm 25 25 yeah. okay so when's your birthday January 5th January 5th so yeah, you just recently turned 25 just turned let's 25. go so I got eight months yeah. on or you got eight months on me because yeah. I'm so, I'm 92598. So okay. I'll be 25 in uh, September. September? Okay. Yeah, September. Okay, you're so Espanol también. Yeah, Espanol. Sí, so sí. my mi Espanol is Malo. Oh, it's yeah. Malo? Okay. Yeah, Malo. Yeah. So how many languages do you know? Um, I speak Spanish, Urdu, um, this is English. So, this is so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I can understand Punjabi. My mom is for, um, okay. speaks Punjabi. Um, I understand that. I listen to music. I, I'm. I have a hard time speaking it. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with it, but I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. So four. I'm on uh, like a 53-day streak of Duolingo. So Okay. That, that Let's go. Yeah, I use Duolingo. I'm trying to learn French. Yeah? So, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. so how long do you, th like, have you used Duolingo to learn any languages, or you just no, picked no. up Spanish from? Spanish, I, I got a minor in Spanish. I did it all through high school, through college. Okay. And then uh, all my employees in my printing business are Hispanic. They don't even speak English. So okay. all the business I do, all, all of running the actual production yeah. that I do with them, it's all in Spanish. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. So I became pretty fluent. That's dope. So yeah. where do you want to transition now? You want to you want to highlight one of these individual companies that you really see like kind of pioneering everything for your income this year or for, you talk more about For income, you know, it's been four logos has been the base of everything. Yeah. Um, it's a seven figure company. I mean, we do huge contracts. I get purchase orders for hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. of merchandise. I'm running a job right now for Menards. Um, they're retailing tea towels, you know, 60,000 pieces. We do this kind of work all the time. Yeah. So that's the main driver. Um, but I've been doing that for years. What I'm most excited about right now is the franchising mm -hmm. on uh, the bubble tea. It's a boom, man. I mean, I never thought, I never knew what bubble tea was. Yeah, know? I still don't. Um, I'll tell you, it's, you know, the boba. Yes. It's little smoothies, but they'll have toppings in it. So it's boba is tapioca. So it's like a little doughy ball. Mm. You know, I don't like it as much, but people love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, then there's bursting bobas. There's these little fruit pearls. So they pop with juice. Uh-huh. You know, if you ever had the froyo where you throw the little, little popping balls on the froyo, you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like that. I don't know if I have. I'll have to take you there. Yeah. yeah it's a pop, it's a, it's a good business. So I had opened the first one, um, my sister is my partner in that business. Shout okay. out to Fizza. That's my that's my that's my girl right there. Um, she does a lot for my business. Um, so Gravity, the first location is um, eight seven seven Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Okay. Um, that was the first one we started in April just last year. Um, the second one, Sweet Dragon Boba by Gravity, um, is like a sub brand that we're franchising under. Um, that's at. 4800 Irving Park Road in the city. So okay. that's fully built out now. We spent like almost 200 grand building it and um, we we're just waiting on a permit to open. Okay. We've been delayed, delayed, delayed. We were trying to open since December. But wow. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot though. It's like 2,000 square feet. There's a candy store. Yeah. Similar to um, if you've been to 
what's it called? Sugar Factory. It's similar. There's a candy store and yeah. then it connects to the whole cafe. The one in the mall right down the road? Yeah. I think they have a sugar factory there. Yeah, so similar to that, one part of it. Okay. And then the rest of it is like a whole rest, like cafe. Okay. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. What's the next 5, 10, 15 years look like? Um, man, I really, with uh, my printing company, I really want to get it to a place where um, I'm out of it as far as work. I just, you know, yeah. manage it from, from behind. Um, you know, hire out some more salespeople, some more managers, just kind of get that workload off of my plate. Um, and then I really want to dive deep into these franchises. I mean, it's it's a great business. Um, my goal is to, you know, build a few every year. Yeah. You know, so, and I GC the projects myself. I do I oversee it all, you know. What's GC? General contracting. So okay. all the build out, you know, the plumbing, electricity, oh, okay. wow. building the kitchen. You know, now I got my dad's doing the commercial kitchen, so now it's easy to source equipment. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. A lot of great things. A lot of great things, yeah. A lot yeah, of great I can't things. Think of, I'm, I'm missing anything. But So, yeah. what about your kind of personal life vision? Do you have are you in it? what are you into spending money on? What am I into spending money on? Um man, I don't get the time to go spend my money. I yeah. just spend all my time making the money. I guess just, you know, just my own personal stuff, man. Uh, you know, I smoke a lot. I'm a big pothead, yeah. you know, since I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Me and my boy Nate, we've been you smoking, know, smoking, so, spend some yeah. money on some smoke. Oh, I, man, I have a medical card. They they print me out my, my my thing once yeah. a year. You know, I give it to my accountant. So that first year that it went legal, I think twenty twenty, we spent on my car like sixty grand on weed. Yeah, we smoked. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, bro. That's how I. I mean, and I'm proud to say it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I don't shy about it. You know. Yeah. And I don't. That's not something I hide. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm a high performing person. That's how I do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What? So, is there anything like cars, trips? Cars? Yeah, I got nice cars. You know, I got. I came here in my Q7. Yeah. Um, trips? We do. You know, I'm going to Dominican next month. Okay. Yeah. Let's so, go. Everything, man. I like to have a good time. On yeah. The, on the on the fun side, you yeah. Know, we go out. You know, I'm in the city a lot. Yeah. You know, um, I DJ also is something I got it. That's more of like a, a hobby, but it's yeah. ki kind of becoming a profession now. The past couple of years, like Shaq. Know? Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like Shaq, yeah. Jackie DJ. Yeah. What about uh, do you have a favorite restaurant? A favorite go-to food place? Go-to food place, man. Capital Grill. Yeah, it's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm a, a spot, I get bro. the lamb, so I get the really? lollipop lambs. Okay. Phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I forget, I don't even know what. I just get a nice steak there, man. It's good. Yeah, love yeah. Capital Grill. What about like more of like a, a quick food place around the area? Like, what do you like quick? quick it's like really food. consistent. Quick food, consistent. Man, Chipotle. I'm a big Chipotle, Chipotle guy. I'm man, a, I'm, I'm Chipotle'd out, bro. I feel really? like I've been having because as soon as I was Maybe able to pissing me off up in the Chipotle. Yeah, bro. see, I feel like, like as soon as I, I still go back. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a really bad day. It's like all right, I just get Chipotle. Yeah, it is what it is. But man, it, you know, I remember I like for the longest time wasn't able to afford Chipotle, and then like got into sales. You know, so yeah. I'm 17, 18 years old. I, well, I guess 18, 19. I get into life insurance sales, and then I able to afford Chipotle. I was eating it every day. Yeah. So you figure. Three four years, I was eating Chipotle probably every single day. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Probably just a few grizzly pieces of chicken that I'm just like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I'm just. Yeah, I don't know, man. Chipotle. And you, I, I got to step your game up over there. At Chipotle. That and I think also when you increase the like the quality of food, 
So like now your food palate and your your taste buds, there's like your standards go up. You know yeah, what I mean? So it's yeah. like having all those Capital Grill steaks. Right. You know I mean, overall, I mean? man, I've been trying to just avoid the the fast food. You know? Yeah. There's oh so yeah. So much stuff. There's yeah. a whole conversation about yeah. you know high quality. You, you can eat a. I feel like you can eat more if it's high quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the lower the quality of the food, the less you can consume. Well, it's all about it. whole foods, man. Yes. You know, no hormones. No none of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. 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 That's a long term vision for me. You know what I yeah. mean? Just get a piece of land. And just kind of have like fresh produce, okay. you know what I mean? fresh food, everything like that. That's a good plan. Have, have the animals yeah. and everything there. Yeah. So have everything ready to go myself. Yeah. You know, best would be have personal chefs. Just cook yeah. it up. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. All the best stuff. Yeah. Um, what about, let me see here. What about, are you into hobbies outside of working? Hobbies outside of work? Man. Outside of the DJ too. You know, I work a lot. That's yeah. the thing. You so got like, to. I, I wake up, I go to my office, I'm there until the evening then i come home then i'm doing more work i got all kind of projects all kind of correspondence my phone is running nuts all day so it's like by the time my work day really ends it's more like 11 yeah 12 o'clock you know it's midnight and then i smoke a joint go to sleep yeah you know, do yeah. it again the next day are you into any movies shows games yeah yeah man what i watch you, a lot of stuff um, what's your favorite top two three movies top two three movies scarface for sure i got the scarface poster there. right there yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, yeah, yep. Tony Montana shit. Yeah, um, I don't know what else, man. Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, Fire. classics. Yeah, the Wolf, I like the Wolf of Wall Street's behind that. I like the gangster stuff. Yep. Yeah, uh, the Irishman's a phenomenal gangster. Oh, movie. that was that was a sick movie. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a gangster one. Sopranos, I love that. Show. That's I'm just my, finishing the Sopranos. That's I never my watched favorite it. Show man. Yeah, yeah. I just so I just I just watched it this year. So yeah, I got like one more season left or something. Yeah, each episode's like its own little mafia movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fire. So I try to tell people it's fire, yeah. and and there's good principles to emulate into your core circle of like just loyalty and just yeah. really taking it very extreme. And you know, it's like you know, weak weak minded people and weak boned people just. You know, they're not oh, built it just to. Doesn't work, it don't work. You know what I mean. Yeah, when it comes to sustainability, you might get success a little bit, but you're you're not going to hold on to it, or there's not going to be a lot of depth to it. You're not going right. to really be able to feel the full the full depth of being successful, right? Because your character is out of lack. Yeah, you know man. What I mean? So the good thing is though, those kind of people you kind of shut them off over time. They yeah. just naturally fall away. Yep. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um. Well, let me see here. Favorite food, favorite restaurants, movies, TV shows. We hit a lot. We hit a lot Man, fast, If you want to ask me about business, I could tell you a lot about so many different things. I mean... Yeah. You got um, some questions in, on your mind? Not questions. Um, you know, so the, the franchising is a big thing, right? It's something I just got into yeah. with franchising. Um, and it's crazy. My goal is really, you know, I've done the math on it, how much revenue we collect, you know, as the franchisor, you know, mm -hmm. when we're giving these franchises out to people, you know, the franchisees. Yeah. Um, if we got to about 3,000 stores, we'd be at a billion dollars of revenue and royalties. Yeah. You know, so that's my goal. That's where I'm trying to go. What's the rip percentage? So 7% we take uh, royalty off the gross and then okay. 3% um, is a marketing fee. We don't take that. That goes right into a fund that yeah. um, gets spent on paid advertising wow. for the location. Yeah. Our, so I'm a franchise owner for the li for a life insurance company. You okay. Know what I mean? So franchisee. Franchisee, right? Yes, okay. yeah. Gotcha. So I'm a franchisee, and uh, it's a partnership. So it's Simon Arias and then Tristan Olavic. So it's a 50-50 okay. partnership. But our take is like anywhere from 20 to 30 percent gross. You know what I mean? So like is the, what you get left with? Yeah. So we that that's our rip from from the the gross sales weekly. You know what I mean? So if we do a hundred thousand a week, 
is twenty to thirty thousand. Man, that's crazy how yeah. heavy that cut is for them. So well, it's crazy. It's flipped well, in, in insurance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then uh, the. But it makes sense because you guys are doing the sales. They're putting up the money for the fund the policies. So I it, get it. Exactly, and so and and what's what's cool about the life insurance is there's a lot of money that flows in the front end and the back end. Yeah. So when we sell life insurance policy, we get a good upfront commission but we get that, that back-end residual income as well. So for every month that they pay on that policy, for the life of the policy, we're getting anywhere from one to five points. So it's the same concept, right? You know, I get, you know, $40,000, $50,000 up front from the, the franchisee. Yeah. I help him build the place, um, and then he runs it. I take care of the accounting, the marketing, and then, yeah. you know, I take my... It's passive income, man. That's yes. what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I also have rental properties. I get passive income from that. You know, I have a bunch of investments. I do crypto. Um, stock market, I do a lot of options trading. So for me, it's all about that passive income. So, yes. you know, right now for logos, my goal is to somehow turn that into a passive income rather than me working, yeah. you know, my Yeah, trying to automate there. everything. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, trying to be the most, and that's what I try to teach the, you know, the young business leaders that I have in my company. It's like, yeah. you, you, the goal isn't for you to be like the hardest worker. That's cool for a year or two. No, you, you know what I mean? Work smarter. But work smart. You know, especially yeah. in today's day and age. You know what I mean? Like right. artificial intelligence is coming. Oh man, I use it. I already <laughs> yeah. use it. You Do, know? Have you tried out the GPT four? I haven't tried out GPT four, but I'll tell you, GPT three. I've used it already to make investment proposals. I've used it on business plans. I've used it um, for copywriting. Yeah. The blog posts on our websites. I've got my guys using it in digital marketing. Yeah. Um, just descriptors. I use it heavy in SEO. It's a big help in SEO. Wow. Yeah, it'll give you all the information you need. See, I've played around with it, but we have such a simple business that I don't know, like, I've played around with can you make the script better, but it's like, like our sales training, sales yeah. scripting processes, different things like that. But at the end of the day, for us, it's just more bodies. You know what I mean? For us right. to get to a billion, we need about 30,000 sales reps. I already did the math on everything. About 30,000, you'd consider it sales reps, sales leaders. You know what I mean? That first level of leadership. Gotcha. So. Yeah. And that, so how do you guys find your customers? For insurance yeah. or so what's cool is we're a unionized life insurance company so the franchisor sells leads to the franchisee you know what i mean so i buy leads and then distribute it to my franchise so what's your cac for that oh you'd have to break down that abbreviation what does that mean customer acquisition cost oh the co so i pay about 20 dollars per resource oh that's not bad yeah it's not it's not horrible that's but cheap. like we gave out i think i gave out close to ten thousand leads this month oh, so wow. they take half the money up front and then the other half i can put on my back end through okay. my for, through my passive income account. Gotcha. So you figure and you you figure it's a hundred thousand up front and a hundred thousand on the back. That makes sense. But it's a partnership, so I can do we can do fifty fifty. You know what, what I'm saying? It's something I want to get into, man. I don't I don't limit myself. I I'm I'm the type of person like one thing set up and running. All right, like I don't even look at that or think about it or brag about. It. I want to do the next yeah. thing. You know. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, when it comes to like easy millionaire, the financial services industry yeah. is the easiest way. Because yeah. if you look at it, I think it's like 51% of millionaires are made from the financial services industry. Yeah, insurance is the biggest business. Because we're just selling Period. money. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're selling long-term money accounts yeah. and it's very simplified because, you know, getting into some of these other, you know, financial advisor and like financial investments accounts and everything like that, you need series, you need a series 63, you need series seven, right. whatever. For life insurance, you, you need a life insurance license. You know yeah. what I mean, I was an 18 year old kid and got it in a day. Yeah. So it's like there's one not my, there's no prerequisites. There's not. And one of my partners um, in I'm getting into cannabis industry. One of my partners there, he started off in life insurance when he was young. He's a Filipino guy, Rodney. And uh, and he hit it big. Now he's partnered in a, in a Porsche shop. I mean, 
Do you it's follow good. that uh, cannabis guy on Instagram, Burner? I think his name Burner? is. Burner? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you look a little bit like. Do I? I don't know. Maybe yeah. I've only seen him a handful of times, so I don't want to be disrespectful. No, so no, I don't no. Know. I got you. No, no. But, uh, he, he owns cookies. Bro, he yeah. seems like he smashed it in the cannabis yeah. industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't oh, follow yeah. many guys, but I, I, his page was appealing. He seemed very genuine. He seemed very transparent. And I was like, yeah. he seems like a cool ass dude. He's a cool ass dude, man. I'm excited actually to get into that business. Um, Have I've you been, been to any of his shops? I've been to the cookie shops in Michigan and then in uh, California. Are they nice? Oh man, they're they're nice. Yeah. yeah, they're nice. It's better than whatever's going on out here. Actually, I, the, there's a shop in Vegas. I forgot it's Planet something. Uh, it's the biggest dispensary in the world. Yeah, that place is crazy. Is Nevada recreational or is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. so yeah. why do you know that? <laughs> she knows that she's, she's getting drug she's tested. In Vegas. Go ahead and get yeah. the drug test out. Somebody flew her out. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and get the drug test out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Somebody um, flew her out. I'm just kidding. Make sure we cut that and just put that as one of our highlights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so Hanover Park uh, is where I grew up. I'm friends with the mayor there. Um, so he's giving me pretty much express permission to open, you know, the first dispensary in that village. Let's go. Um, so now I'm in the works of purchasing a license how much is it because i know liquor licenses can run up a couple hundred thousand yeah, what's I can it tell you all about the cannabis licensing in illinois it used to be that um you pay this exorbitant application fee like 30 grand non-refundable and then um you pretty much the instructional to the old application was like 800 pages okay that's the instruction so the actual application turns out to be you know a twenty thousand page like a huge document of just a full comprehensive business plan you know where what you're gonna do, uh, how many guards are gonna be at the door, how you're gonna move the money, because the whole thing is you can't bank the cash. Right? Yeah, yeah. So now you got logistics of all this. Cash. Why can't you bank the cash? Because it's federally illegal marijuana. Okay. Right. So statewide, it's legal, but banks are held at a federal level, so that oh, wow. money is all in cash, right? Yeah. So now you got to have a plan how you're gonna move this cash, how you're gonna have the security, how many armed guards are gonna be on the truck, where you're gonna have the cameras in your location, like completely deep business plan to the last point yeah you know is what it used to be so now the the problem was when they first started the program here the whole goal that they said to the public was that we want to um you know minorities have been unfairly policed with marijuana and the arrest for marijuana i don't know any of the percentages but it was heavily minorities were the ones being arrested for it yeah so now that they legalized it what they said their intent was was to kind of give back to those communities by you know giving the licenses to minorities mm -hmm. to sell the weed what happened was all the rich white guys i hate to say they put up, you know, somebody in the front to say, oh, yeah, this is, you know, my buddy Dave is his dispensary, but really they own it. Ah, uh, yeah. Know? So they kind of figured out that corruption. So last year in July, they switched it to a lottery system okay. to try to avoid this. Because yeah. what it was straight, people were just... Is it a non-refundable lottery system, though? No. So now the application, and anybody could apply, you know, okay. just right now, the date um, just passed, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. It was in February. Um, for the deadline. So they're giving out 50 licenses this year in Illinois um, to the lottery winners. You just 250 bucks, simple application for a conditional license now. So if you win that, you get awarded a conditional license. Okay. You build your entire facility. Then you, once you get your final inspection and everything is up to code, then they grant you the full final license. And then you pay for the final license as well? Correct. So really, the lottery thing is a crapshoot. There's no way to ensure that. It sounds I like mean, just an extra $250. Yeah, but how many people are going to apply? Oh, yeah. So you yes. have 10,000 applicants. Yeah. They're giving out 50. 
So there's really no way to, it's just lottery, straight up by chance. Yeah. So the way we are getting our license is um, there's a certain individual, he's a financier. So like I said, the banks won't touch this whole industry. Yeah. Right. But there's a certain bank that invests in the build outs of these dispensaries in Illinois and specifically in Chicago. So that guy who is the financier who owns that bank, he, if you know he's got his ear to the street, so to speak, with anybody who gets a license, because they're gonna go to him to fund the build out of the yeah. dispensary, right? So when something is up for grabs, he'll broker a deal. So that's what we're doing. So we're purchasing a pre-existing license that's already been. Okay. Yeah. So. That's what you're saying. Now, when do you think it'll be federally like legal and recreational, or whatever? Man, I hope soon. Um, I would say it's got to happen in the next five to ten years. How I mean, many states are recreational? I think a good amount now. I want to say 20. I'm, I'm not sure. 20 something yeah. states. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say a good amount. Now, once it's over 25 states, would it technically not be forced to be recreational? Because that would be over. No, I think they would have to. Half. They have to federally pass. I know there was some progress where it went to the House uh, or the Senate, either or. There was some progress on it. But, you know, I don't see it happening in the next couple of years. Um, just because those states are there that people are, still in jail for oh yeah marijuana oh yeah man there's people in jail imagine being in jail right now bro bro in there's 20 people states. in jail for marijuana here in Illinois and they're they're doing like long sentences for having marijuana while you know guys are now getting rich off selling it yeah know? so the average revenue for a dispensary in Illinois it's like eight to twenty million dollars yeah you know a year. So this license we're purchasing for a few million dollars, we're gonna get it. This financier, he puts up the money to build the place. You spend another couple million on a property, a couple million on a build out inventory. You know, so it's a it's a high barrier to entry. It's, it's not it's, easy to and do. And it's still a weird thing, you know. What I mean? Especially, it just it seems politically corrupt to keep these people incarcerated for something that now the government's taxing off Man. of. And that's why I get so skeptical when it comes to so many different things. You know, yeah. when I when I like big pharma or oh, any yeah, anything that the government yeah. can get their hands on, and it's like whole lot of bullshit. Hey, you, going you can't on. sell it, so we can sell it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like because yeah. technically, like meth, Adderall, methamphetamine, like Adderall, yeah, the, the components started, of Adderall, man, that's, that's the methamphetamine. Industry, yeah. So it's like, and when I see different things like that, and it's like, then you look. Have you at ever the, taken Adderall? I took one. I believe once and yeah. had a horrible reaction. Right. I had a horrible. Yeah. Now I was and up like two give, or three days. They give that to kids. Exactly. You they know. prescribe kids to that because they tell them they got ADD, ADHD. Man, yeah. we're you don't like human math. beings. Yeah. We were in a jungle sleeping on the floor. Yes. And we had to keep our ear open for a fucking tiger or some bullshit to come eat it. Like yeah. we're not built to be sitting all day like this, you know, not moving. So no shit. Every kid's gonna look like he has ADHD. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. They give them Adderall and. It's all and, stuff, yeah. and people don't notice like the long-term effects of like oh, yeah. psychologically. It's essentially from, and I, mean, I don't want to just be assumptive. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if I have anything to like quote article-wise, but I think you could, you can kind of put two and two together where like this kind of destroys the brain. And I lost a really good friend that was like heavily abusing it and just like got out of his mind. You know what I mean? So if, if people already have pre-genetic symptoms of like having like mental issues, they they shouldn't really mess with any type of drug without like seeing seeing a doctor getting a medical card and like yeah, making that, sure they're man, working i feel with like before people go the pill route they should see a, a psychologist and yes therapist go that route like even stuff like xanax antidepressants xanax you know. can be related to like heroin you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. some of the components and 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 that's the thing is like you look at these it's like how is it legal for 
for the medical system or the government to, to sell it, tax it, and then, but it, they, cash, you, then you incarcerate, exactly. So it's like paid, dude. They, they want to keep you, they want to keep you on the Ferris wheel. If they solve your problem, you're no longer a customer. Exactly. You know, exactly. As simple as that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yep. It's nuts, bro. It's nuts. And I, it's, I will, I will continuously think about like, how the hell is someone still in jail for marijuana when it's 20 I used to get, you know, when I was younger, I used to get arrested all the time for weed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I met with, uh, so I was jujitsu today and I was asking, there was a cop there, you know what I mean? He does it. And he was like, he, he, you know, he said, he's like, man, I'm not, I'm really just looking for guns. I'm really like, I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm looking for like illegal weapons. I'm not pulling somebody over for going fast or anything like that. Like it was kind of cool to hear him say that. He's like, you know what I mean? We get a real bad rep with just being like, you know, hyper aggressive and just hand, oh, and yeah. he was he was really cool, bro. And he was like, and I was like, well, what about like you know when people get pulled over for you know marijuana or different things like that? And he's like, it's just like alcohol, as long as it's not open. You know right. what I mean? But it's got to be in the you know the packaging that they bought it in. I stuff. never knew that. Yeah, as of like once it became recreationally legal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a new law. It's got to be packaged up. Yeah, so so you can show that you bought it legally. Because still, it's oh. still, it's it's decriminalized, but it's still, you could still get fined for having, yeah. you know, because they don't want, they don't want people selling it black market. So okay. if you have a big bag of it, you know, versus the, the jar, they know you're trying to sell it or you bought it on the street. Yeah. Yeah. That's, in, that's insane. And don't they limit yeah. how much you can buy in one? Yeah, they limit how much you can buy. Um, it's different, I know, for recreational, for medical. Um, but yeah, there is a limit. I think it's like two ounces is the most you can carry. Yeah. And that's a, like your breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, but I don't smoke during the day. That's like my nightcap. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, uh, what else? Any other things you want to hit on? We're about an hour in. Are we? It's been an hour? Probably 45 minutes. minutes. Well, what are you doing over there? Nothing. Come up with some topics. What do you mean? You don't have any questions? Man, we didn't start I at 540? I could tell you about so much shit. No, we didn't. Cut up. Um, man, the restaurant business, Golachi Thunduri Grill, you got to come try our food. Yeah? It's amazing. Amazing Let me, food. Let me, People love let me it. map it. Look it up, man. Instagram. You know what you should do? You should start a podcast. Man, I want to. This is this is my first time being on a podcast. That's why, you know, you I know, saw Sophie did it. And she like, started one. Yeah. She I started one, bro. You got to. How do I husband. spell the Golachi? Uh, K-O-L-A-C-H-I. Um, yeah, I saw that she came, and I'm like, man, I should, you know, that's when I messaged you. I was like, man, let's do it. I want to give it a shot. This looks good. Oh, it's good. Kalachi Tandoori Grill. It's good food. This is dope. This is dope. So, man, let's let's try to chit-chat a couple more minutes, man. Who do you look up to? Who do I look up to? Mentors, marketing. Like, I watch a lot of... Try to get a lot of inspiration I look from up Logan to, Paul. I look up to David Goggins a lot. Yeah, he's my, sick. My life philosophy is is get comfortable being uncomfortable. I, I got some of his, I've read some of his books. I yeah. know they're back. Have you read any of his books? Yeah, I have. Yeah, there's Can't Hurt Me down there. Yeah. Can't Hurt Me's yeah. good. And he's yeah, got... I, book. I see it right there. Yeah. yeah. Ryan yeah. Chazier above that, too. I read a lot, man. I've been Since I was a kid, I read a lot. All of those are read, but it's... I'd say 70% are audible. You know what I mean? So I'll get right. the physical copy. Right. Just so if I want to dive into a book that really stands out to me, yeah, and I'll uh, I'll get notes and different things like that out of them. Yeah, man, I want to um, get into all your books. I listen to podcasts all the time. That's all you I'm know. doing. Yeah. yeah, that's all I do when I'm podcast driving. Podcast books, straight podcasts. Yeah. Is uh, so Goggins is your favorite? Goggins is my favorite, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah what else is on the rotation? 
Um, for podcasts, I mean, JRE, obviously, this everybody's listening yeah. to that. You know, yep. that's my guy. Um, you know, a lot of the comedians, you know, Theo Vaughn, Burt Kreischer, a lot yeah. of those guys. You know, Joey Diaz. You know Joey Diaz? Fucking hilarious. Uncle Joey, that yeah. guy cracks me up, dude. His, his tweets. Like, it's Monday, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what came to my mind when yeah. you said that. Yeah, I love that shit, man. No, I like, you know what? I like that your podcast called Adversity Kings because yeah. that's what life is, man. And that's what we should wrap up with. What's yeah. the hardest adversity you've had to overcome in your entire life? My hardest adversity would be, you know, my four logos. You know, when I started that, that was off the back of a bankrupted business. Yeah. And, you know, I have a $100,000 a month overhead yeah. in my business. So every week, you know, I got to come up with ten grand for payroll. I got to come up with my rent. I got to come up with all this money. And, you know, to cover a hundred thousand in overhead in my business where seventy percent goes right to the garment. Yeah. Right. So with thirty percent I have to cover that hundred. So really I gotta sell, you know, double that to cover my nut to yeah. to make no money. Yeah. You know? So, you know, to make money now I have to sell a couple hundred thousand dollars a month of merchandise. Yeah. Month after month. It's like being at war. Yeah, you know? bro. That was like us for this last year because when I became a franchisee, I took over the previous franchisee's business. He retired. Yeah. And the deal was I had to take over all his offices too. Yeah. So the overhead pretty much off rip was close to a hundred thousand. Yeah. And getting a twenty percent rip, you know, we basically gotta do like five times that just to cover just to, just cover to make no money. money, bro. So you know exactly what I'm Exactly. Talking about, so man. just basically spending a year like yeah. being able to flex a seven figure ten ninety nine, but really not having much to show for it. It's like, yeah, it's a high volume, low margin, right? Exactly. Yeah. But in the years to come, like this will be you know, now we're in a year it's like I just freed up. One of the leases fell off, so that's yeah. twenty thousand off, you know, a month. So right. that's there you uh, go. it's exciting. You know what there I mean? And it's like, yeah. but it's cool to share the vision with with your people, with the people around you. It's like, yeah. you know, if I can do it, you can do it. You know what I mean? It's, oh, there's, yeah, where man. there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, and I, you know, we, I didn't grow up real well off. You know, my yeah. family's always been in this business, and they always been in the same cycle of this high overhead, always struggling. Yeah, you know, to keep up with this overhead. I mean, there's months where you make a couple hundred grand, but there's months where you got to put in the same amount just to keep the business up. So thousand like, percent. You know, it's it's tough. You know, uh, but I've been doing it now, coming into I think my fifth or sixth year, fifth year doing it. Um, so you know, it's I've kind of, you know, there's in business there's really high highs and there's really low lows. Yeah. So you kind of have, you know running a business and being that last person in the line responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, for the livelihood of all these people, all your, all your staff, you know, your your range of emotion kind of grows where like, you know, the craziest shit could be going on. Yeah. And I'm just unfazed. unfazed. Or it's the craziest <laughs> shit could Tate. be going on the other way. Yeah. You know, unfazed because you just there's no time to stop and think yeah. about shit, man. You got to keep it moving. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we say. You know what I mean? When we get people into the insurance industry, we let them know. It's like, hey, listen, business is bipolar, but you can't be. Exactly. Business oh, is, I like that. Bro. Business is yeah. bipolar. It's up and down like a roller coaster. Yeah, you can't be. But you got to right. remain stoic. You know what I mean? Balanced, exactly. poised. Exactly. Or like Andrew Tate stands there, unfazed. Unfazed. I mean, man, right? that's what it takes. Absolutely. That's what it takes. And people, it's hard for people to learn that, man. Yeah. Like, I, you know, people, you know, you'll see them complaining about their their problems, and you yeah. know, everyone's got a right to complain. Everyone's problems in their own life are seem like the worst thing in the world to them. Yeah. But I'm like, man, like. I gotta come up with this this oh, this payroll. I gotta come up with this rent. Yes. Like you don't even know. And I got multiple payrolls now, so it's like, man, that like the level of All stress. The yep. You know, it, it's different, man. But you get used to it, and you know that's how you become stronger to do bigger things. You know, absolutely. Um, a lot of people have this thing, man. This is one thing I'd like to share. Um, it's a little, little philosophy kind of thing. A lot of people have this thing where they think that everything's gonna get better as soon as they 
hit this certain point. Oh God, yeah, destination right. disease. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So pretty much like, uh, man, as soon as I graduate college, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Yeah. You know, oh, as soon as I get this first job, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Oh, as soon as I get this promotion, yeah. There's always the next thing, man. You know, so I, I don't know the, it's a Greek mythology thing, um, where somebody had had done something to, to Zeus, right? Yeah. In this in this myth, and he was pissed off. So his punishment for this guy was um, he had to roll a stone up a mountain yeah. for eternity. Atlas, um, I think. Possibly, maybe. Yeah. I think Atlas was the one who had the world, Karen, had, oh, had to carry the weight oh, of the world. Oh, I'm thinking, the, yeah. I'm thinking That's some other cool yeah. shit. All that stuff is real yeah. interesting to me because there's lessons in it, yes. right? You know, um, but the, the other guy, um, his punishment was to roll this, this stone up this mountain and every time he got to the top of the mountain, it would roll back down. Yeah. And he was just miserable. It was like hell. Yeah. You know, it was like living hell because, you know, he busts his ass and he thinks as soon as I get this rock over to the other side, th everything is good. Yeah. And it always come rolling back down. He's got to start back over. And the day where he decided to fall in love with pushing the rock up the mountain and stop worrying about getting it over the other side is the day he was at peace. It was like he was in heaven. Yeah. He just yes. loved pushing the rock. Yes. You know, that's a really good thing. Man, so there's I'm a, there's, share that. there's a truth in that yeah. is that like once you start to love the grind and love going after something, mm. you forget about even getting it. And once you get it, it it's doesn't fire. even. Once you get it, it, it doesn't even. You don't care because yeah. you want to go get the next thing. You're just in love with grinding. You know, that's so fire. that's where I'm at with things. It's like yeah. I don't care about whatever I've done. Doesn't matter. Yeah, um, that happened yesterday and tomorrow's a new day. That's know? fire. Yeah, I'm gonna call the dude that runs my podcast. And introduce you guys. Yeah, sure, man. It'll be great. Hopefully, he's in a good, not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? I'm hoping he's not. So his name's Peter Reichert, uh -huh. and he works out of Ohio. Um, actually, he's in Pennsylvania right now. He may or may not answer. But, uh, yeah, he came out, flew out, set all this up, set up Sophia's. and. Oh, man. He yeah. does it all. Yeah, he set all this up. Hey, what up, bro? I'm doing a podcast. I wanted to introduce you to uh, Hamza. Hamza. Yep. Hamza. That's right. No, nah, not Kamza. <laughs> no, dude. I'm not UFC fighter. But uh, <laughs> he runs like five, six businesses around here. And uh, I was telling him he should set up a podcast or at least you guys could connect. You know what I mean? He loves, you know, smoking to Mary Jane. I know you like that. You guys could connect on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is What's Peter. On, I don't brother? know why he's in a dark ass How room. you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Hamza, Hamza. H-U-M-Z-A. Yeah. Okay, okay. Nice to meet you, man. I'm going to give you a call. I'm going to get your he's number. Hey, Chris. Peter, he's friends with Sophia. Yeah. Um, Defino, I mean, we're not really good friends right yeah. now. I went to high school with her, but, um, oh, okay. you know, that's how I found out about this podcast. Do you know, uh, Zahira? Uh, no. No, I don't. Yeah, man, I like the setup. I mean, he's encouraging me to do do a podcast. I think the I'm four logos podcast. It. Yeah. Or well, actually, so I have I already have an idea for it. Yeah. And I already, I already bought a domain and stuff. I never actually did it. Um, it's after hours podcast. That because, sounds hard because I have so many, uh, businesses. I have so many addresses. Yeah. The you keys do. You to, to so many places. Yeah. So I can go after hours in any business and set up a quick podcast, you know, at a restaurant or at yeah. the store or at the office or at the other office, you know, that's dope. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking of doing. All right, Pete, I'll shoot him your number. Yeah, man. Hey, and he's Pakistanian like you are. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we the best. Right? <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. All right, we dog. Peace.
Yeah, I actually met DJ Khaled one time. For real? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So did my other boy. You met him yeah, too. Yeah, Joy District in Chicago. We were smoking joints and shit on the mezzanine. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. You have a favorite restaurant down in the city? Favorite, uh, Rocco Core, man. I love it. I love the Wagyu. They got flight. one up here, don't they? they in got Oak one Brook. In Oak Brook, yeah. I ate there once or twice. Dude, get the I'm Wagyu go there flight. Tonight. Get the Wagyu flight. D take the Wagyu steak. It's Miyazaki Wagyu straight out of yes. Japan. Yes, I, I swear to God, I think I've had that. And you dip that, and they they give you a big piece of bone marrow. Like yeah, it's a bone with the it's yeah yeah it's grilled. You dip that Wagyu in that bone marrow. It's I might like go butter. there tonight, dude. It's good. It's I'm good. I'm so pissed about. I love the meal preps, but <laughs> oh, you're doing the meal preps. I, yeah, but like Monday to Thursday, I'm like hardcore on the meal preps. But on the weekend, I'm eating. I gotta try it. I gotta try it. I'm Chick fil A and crumble cookies. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the meal preps. I'm get that up. and get crumble cookies. Crumble cookies. Have you had? Yeah, I've you tried like, it. You like you like crumble or insomnia better? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big cookie guy. I, I tried the one that has the mm. vending machine. Which one is that? Oh, I don't know. Which In one the is city, it? there's one that's like it's a cookie vending machine outside. She of the store. would know. What? The the cookies. There's one of them has a vending machine in the city, where they're yeah, giving the fresh cookies. You would know. Oh, I would know, huh? Throw your number in here real quick. I don't know. Actually, I don't think I do know. Yeah, you would know. And then text me your first and last so I can lock you in properly. Yeah, I got you, man. We could do some business together. Yeah, man. absolutely. Um, you know, I tell you about this bubble tea shit. Yeah. This franchises, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was man. thinking, you would both think the same way because I was thinking, yeah. that, you know, same same way. Yeah, I'm, about locking down, I'm locking down leases and yeah. just I'm building them and, and selling them or keeping them, you know. Yeah. Like that, yeah. yeah it's good bro. business. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to take 80% of your shit. Well, well, take 7%. Well, the, well, the cool thing with this is, uh, you know, vice versa too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can, I want to get you into could, that too. You could get an insurance license and yeah. sell zero, do zero, not even show up. And just recruit a bunch of people, and we train them. Right. And you get twenty. You the highest contract we can give you is about a twenty percent rip. We'll have so to talk about it. You can get a twenty percent rip like off. I told you, yeah, exactly. I have the office in Pakistan, so I got people. You know, one dollar is like two hundred twenty rupees. No. Oh. Yeah. Is that like good over there though? Like two hundred twenty rupees? Is that like? I'm just saying, do the math. I'm like four or five hundred bucks a month. Yeah. You got somebody working for you full time. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, and they're happy. They're out there. Well, they're out there balling off that. Peter kind of runs his company similar because he's, I don't know if he's from the Dominican Republic. He might be, but he speaks Spanish. And okay. so he'll do a lot of business. He'll fly out and set yeah. up like little, um, more, more so like virtual setups, okay. but but like in Spanish-speaking countries. And so it converts better. The American dollar, it'll convert yeah, better. Man. Yeah, right. man. And if it's something that we need a call center, you know, if I got philippines that's where i do yeah the call center yeah yeah they speak he, better english yeah. he, he does uh but he found in belize he's got oh, some really? guys that work like they're on my media team from belize yeah. and they're dogs you know what i mean yeah. absolute dogs but they're perfectly like they speak they speak really good english but they also can speak good spanish too yeah so yeah, yeah there's a lot of good stuff we can talk about yeah i don't want to give all connect. our business secrets out should, yeah we're, we're not going to tell you too much but you should come by my office yeah in Villa park I'll i will we have a nice show i'm gonna put an order in i'll factory I'll put an order. We'll put an order in. If not tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. We'll work on it. Yeah, I actually. So I import too. I bring in containers of plant goods. Um, apparel is a whole other conversation. But yeah, hoodies. You know, I got my own line of that. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. So dope. I'll well, this was dope, stuff. bro. Yeah, man. It was yes. nice to meet you, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah.